Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Cruise FM presents The Locker Room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Thinking about a new furnace? Get a free quote at alwaysplumbing.ca. You gotta come on. Boom, 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 boom. Bang, 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 bang. Here we go. Morning, boys. Good morning. Morning. Good weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Was a good weekend. I behaved myself. <laughs> I did have a conversation before I, I, I went. You give him a fatherly talking to. I'm before. like, it's a wedding. <laughs> like, uh, like I understand. We all want to have a good time and we drink, but it's it's a it's a wedding. These people, they're planning a wedding, right? They don't want you shitting your pants on the dance floor at midnight, <laughs> right? Like, he's like, oh, I'll behave. He was good. He was good. Yeah, yeah. That was yeah. a fun wedding. You know Jake's family, Jake Buckley, like oh my God. and Amanda too, and they're all so friendly and, and fun. And so like the wedding, and then the reception, and then it was a camping wedding. And so like after the reception was done, we all went back to the campsite and had a big fire, and they're playing guitar, and yeah. there was a saxophone, and yeah. And I stayed up till three in the morning. I haven't stayed up till three in the morning in years because we were just having so much fun by the campfire. Yeah, I, I'm I'm disappointed yeah. that I missed that one. Okay, um, and as always, Jimmy has a new nickname, so we'll get into that coming up here in just a bit. Um, you're looking at me with a little bit of question. Confusion. No, I know which one. Okay. There could All be right. a few from that weekend, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll deal with that afterwards. Right now, we're going to launch our auction, okay? Yeah. This is a chance for you to golf with us not once, but twice at the Ardent Roof Systems Charity Golf Tournament, which is happening in July, okay? July 7th. Um, Basically, you get to be in the tournament with Grant, okay? Because both Jimmy and I are away. Well, Jimmy, well, Jimmy will be in the dunk, the dunk tank. tank. Yes. You're going to be away. So and I'm away. I'll golf with you. And then when we come back in July, you'll get to pick the date. The ranch has given us another uh, foursome to go out and golf with the three of us. Mm-hmm. All right? So it's two rounds of golf. Start the bidding wherever you feel comfortable. And the money goes to where, Grant? The Stollery Child Life program. Great charity. Yes. So text in a bid to Jimmy. 780-989-0957. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Jimmy gets a new nickname. It's just... Every time we hang out, pretty much. Yeah. He does or says something that just... Yeah. Results in a nickname, and it's so easy to make nicknames up. It's so easy for Jimmy. I don't know why. And some of them have stuck. Mm-hmm. Some of them we uh, bring up occasionally. Some now of them again. are good memories. Good memories. Like yeah. when he says the name, you remember why. Like, yeah. Like pink eye. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we'll go through. At some point a couple of years ago, we decided we better start keeping track yeah, of them. Cataloging them. And so here's the list, and then we've got a new one after... Um, his weekend exploits at a wedding. So Jimmy Rage, bus stop Jimmy, 
One task, Jimmy. The word Smith. <laughs> Details, Jimmy. Voice of reason, Jimmy. Pink eye. Uh, sausage fingers. Uh, minimum wage, Jimmy. Dwight Schrute. Uh, Pablo Lescobar. Uh, Pastor Jimmy. Astronauti. Human Chia Pet. Uh, a trivia, Jimmy. Head injury, Jimmy. Potty mouth, Jimmy. Taint painter. Uh, Mitty Spitty. Um, Jimmy the Google expert. <laughs> Shirt in the pool, Jimmy. Dead eyes. Uh, right wing, Jimmy. Soft hands, Jimmy. Counselor, Jimmy. Pride of Tabor. Laser breath. Uh, sleeping socks, Jimmy. Bedhead, Jimmy. Crockpot, Jimmy. Walking concussion, oh, Jimmy. On. Ran the bed. I'm going play it again. Wa- uh, walking concussion, Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy the pisser. Um, all middle, Jimmy. A reform party, Jimmy. Fridge pickle, Jimmy. Check to check, Jimmy. Uh, Peter, a morbidly obese, Jimmy. Fatty, tubby, round. Uh, eight, eight milligram or ten milligram, Jimmy. Uh, DJ Tabor Flav, COVID, Jimmy. Baby Burton, Jedi, Jimmy. Pound off Express, Jimmy. And now the new one. Okay, hold on. Where's Hugh Hafner? You gotta put that on the list. Yeah, how is that one not on the yeah, list? Yeah, that's one All of right. the best. No, but that's my that's my actual professional stripper name. So I get a text from Grant saying, um, "Army Chris and Jimmy need me to pick up a card yeah. for them." They didn't get a card for. We were at a wedding on the weekend. If you missed that, yeah. So um, Grant stopped and got what Grant would get. <laughs> I should find it here. I'll read it. With something, there was a verse on the front page. <laughs> yeah. So the card was, "Thanks be to God for His gifts." <laughs> Corne- Cornethius, nine uh, Corinthians. Corinthians. Sorry. <laughs> and then inside it said, "Your friendship is a blessing. Sometimes our lives are blessed by people who are so special <laughs> that we have happiness just because we know them." <laughs> Thought that was a good card. <laughs> yeah. So that's what you get when you get all the way to the wedding party and forget that you not didn't even bring a gift <laughs> or a card. So we're just gonna get someone to bring us a card. Yeah. And we'll stuff some cash in it, <laughs> and hopefully we'll be covered. <clears throat> good luck for the rest of your lives, <laughs> Jimmy and Army Chris. Jimmy and Army Chris. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I also found out that Army Chris and Jimmy, in their infinite wisdom, because it was a camping um, trip. Yeah, they were there all weekend. Um, packed beer and bedding. <laughs> no food. No food. And Jimmy packed a knife. No two. So he um, took a kitchen catcher from underneath the sink, yep. threw a pillow and a uh, blanket into it. Yeah, that's my usual sleeping bag. Uh, he was yeah, he was sleeping in Army Chris's truck. <laughs> Saturday morning they woke up. They had no food. <laughs> they had no water. They had nothing to cook with. They had absolutely like Jimmy the clothes on their back. Had put a toothbrush in his bag and a change of clothes for the wedding. Yeah. All right, we're ready. <laughs> Let's go. For camp. Let's go. <laughs> So um, I started calling him on the text group, Jimmy the Survivalist. <laughs> I didn't need, I, I brought three phone cords, but nothing to plug it into the wall with. <laughs> no block to put it into the wall. 
So I had to plug it into Army Chris's computer that he was using for DJing. You're an idiot. Jimmy the Survivalist. I love it. We'll add that to the list of his nicknames. The locker room topic of the day. Your must-have topping on a burger. You guys need to think about this. Because I'm... Cheese. Cheese? Oh. Yeah. Damn it. You're going to make me think about this then. Because I had one and now... Mine's fresh tomato. Oh, wow. See, this is not easy. No, because there's a lot on a burger. I'm going to go with fat guy dip. Oh, yeah? Mayo. Mayo. That's a good choice. I have to have mayo you on have a burger. To, eh? Yeah. Yeah, see, I, lo- I like mayo, but it's not one of my hat. Like, if there's no mayo on a burger, it's not going to ruin it for me. But yeah, I got to have a cheeseburger. Oh, that's interesting. All three of us went it's something different. different. Yeah. Again, that's our topic. This, I saw this on Reddit, and I was like, it's surprised at how diverse this conversation was. There's a lot of thought that has to go into it. (laughs) The locker room topic of the day. What has to be on a burger? This came in the first first two texts we got. Bacon. Larry Larry and Steven both. See, it's in for me it's interesting the bacon conversation, especially Mm -hmm. with a burger. Because I uh, I'm never gonna say no to bacon if it's option. But I don't know, sometimes I feel like the baking kind of gets in the way of the burger, mm. especially if it's too crunchy and you're trying to like yeah. like rip through it, right? Especially if it's a homemade patty and it's uh, you know seasoned right, you don't want to really mess with the taste. So yeah, for me, it's again, like I'll, I'll definitely enjoy it, but it's not a necessity for me. Yeah, and yeah. And I think I actually prefer back bacon on a burger over a strip of bacon. Ooh. You know what? That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what? Canadian I, bacon. I think I grind my teeth a bit at night, <laughs> so they're a little dull. So I'm not, getting, hard to chew through. I'm, I'm not getting through that bacon <laughs> as well as I probably should. I got to gum it a bit, yeah. right? The locker room topic of the day. What has to be on your burger? Came, said pickles. It came in a few times, actually, too. There was a study done. And we talked about it was this a couple weeks like ago. It was a scientific thing where they were like, pickles do increase... Um, your enjoyment of a burger. It was scientifically proven. I still to have to try that thing we talked about last week where the guy, um, that, that barbecue guy. Oh, yeah. I can't remember his name. It doesn't matter. I, I actually saved the video. So he took some of his, his rub for mm-hmm. his barbecuing. He's, he's got his own rub and everything like that. He emptied a little bit of the juice out of the pickle jar. Yeah. Okay. Put his rub in there, like a half a cup. And then added a bunch of hot sauce, then like mixed it up, put the lid back on, threw it in the uh, in the fridge for twelve hours. Yeah, let it sit. Oof. It looked good. I don't know why, but I I've been thinking about that nonstop since I've saw <laughs> been on a big video. pickle kick lately. <laughs> <laughs> I still haven't found the hot mama. The hot mama pickle, pickle, in, a pickle in a bag. That's that's there's a shortage. The locker room topic of the day. What has to be on your burger? Ryan Lindley said it's it's not a topping. But if I'm having a burger, the bun has to be toasted. Only okay. weirdos enjoy a sogged-out bread ball. So he has to toast the bun. Hey, I'm still fine with the, you know, the old Wonder Bread <laughs> on the burger. It's worth mentioning that a, a bun's integral to the success it of is. a burger, yeah. in my opinion. It can make or break it. Yeah, yeah. Like I, uh, my wife will buy the buns from the uh, from the grocery store, which is yeah. which they're fine when you get them when they're fairly fresh. You, you get them and you bring them home, and that we used to have burgers quite often because the girls liked barbecue burgers, yeah. right? Uh, but you never really eat the whole bag, so the bag goes in the freezer. And yeah. Every time 
We do that second. It's just like it's not the same. No, you're frosting yeah. the buns in the freezer. Like I would so much rather go to a bakery. There's lots of little bakeries around, and just get yourself whatever you need mm-hmm. for that night. Right. I have noticed at the grocery store they've started selling smaller packs. Like even for hot dogs, like you can get six buns now instead of buying twelve hot dogs. Is that a buns. new thing? Because I- yeah. Okay. I have noticed that, but yeah, there's yeah, just no, going to the bakery and getting a good bun, and then I do agree with. With Ryan. If you toast it, it's so much better. Yeah, I got to throw a little bit of butter on that. Yeah. Yep, fry that bad boy up a little uh, Travis bit. Travis just texted in garlic bread. That wouldn't be that bad. Gar- you I've know what? Burgers. They got one. Of, I think the Burger Priest has one like that. You know what's really good? A couple of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Slap that around some meat. The locker room topic of the day. What has to be on your burger? Sautéed mushrooms, is, or uh, yeah, mushrooms is coming a few times. A little bit of garlic butter with that. Yeah, yeah, a little you garlic in there. It's some funny mushrooms because I'm not a mushroom guy. Like I will, I will avoid them. I don't like them in a salad. Oh really? I, I, yeah, I don't like them raw. But if you if you slap them into a frying pan and well, put a half a pound of butter with them, because they're sponges, right? <laughs> so they just soak up any butter, any garlic. They're just I'm in a vessel to get more of that in. Just you. put a bunch of fat in it, <laughs> and I'm fine with it. Don't you do reason. that the same with your potatoes? That's a heart attack on a barbecue. <laughs> is all that is. I put a little bit of onion in there to yeah. make you feel okay about it's healthy. it. Yeah, yeah. There's some onion in it. <laughs> and a half pound of butter. The locker room topic of the day. Okay, we'll wrap up here. I've been eating a lot more burgers lately. I don't know why. Yeah, well, I got the barbecue for uh, my birthday. That's right. And so I've been barbecuing way more, obviously. But we're talking about what you must have on your burger. Dave said the best topping is a fried egg on the burger. I- I'll go there. Yeah. I'll, I'll jump into that-, that conversation every once in a while. And it, you but know it has to be over easy, so you have that little bit of yolk. Yeah, so she yeah, and runs down your face. Yeah, that's like a new trend, and and I'm on board with it. I am too. Yeah. I don't I don't know uh, I don't know why that's something that isn't more common. It seems to be like if you go to a fancier place, you're gonna be able to get a an egg on a, a fried burger, egg on your burger, right? It's not like I never do it at home. I don't know why I don't do it at home. I don't do it at like home I either. Have eggs, I want to make burgers. I just never do it. Yeah. What about bar uh, chips? Chips. I've never had chips on a burger. I'll put chips on my sandwich. But I don't know if yeah, I've a ever sandwich put, is good. But I've, I've never put it. On. No. There's a burger at Jack's Burgers in St. Albert that they put potato chips on it. Yeah. And I've had it, and it's it's good. It's a it's good crunch. Oddly to it. good. Yeah. yeah. Um, Swiss cheese. Okay. Came in from Dennis. Um, I don't like Swiss cheese. I've never been a fan. It's not my favorite. No. 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 Yeah. Just a good old cheddar for a burger, yeah. in my opinion. Totter actually texts in. He says when he makes his patties, he mixes in a little bit of uh, the uh, onion soup mix oh, yeah. in his burger I've patty. That. I've heard that. That's decent. And now, Nerd News with James P. White the first. So Marvel is developing a Wonder Man series. That's uh, Wonder Man. It's coming, so it's from the uh, creators of you know what the we can do Shang Chi. Seven eight zero nine eight nine zero nine five seven. What's the most embarrassing superhero? But Ooh, but here's the that's problem. A good one. The problem with this is you're judging the name, 
but he is one of the original Avengers from the comic no, books. I, I don't so he came out. He came out in 1964 I in the comic books. This he is was just, one, This no, is like it, talking to a politician when you talk to nerds. Yeah. When when you go, oh come on, another one? Like, did you guys? You guys don't you have enough? Why do you yeah. keep making up characters? This, this was a, the, from no, the 40s. 1982. This is, he was Superman's best friend. He was mentioned in Superman to issue number Super- 500. To two. There's nothing to do with Superman because that's DC. This is Marvel. Just, you he know came what I'm in and he he's, Hawkeye he's, and reclaim the world. He's a, it's like talking super, to a politician about he's the got fact super that strength. taxes have to go up. He's every yeah. fast. They have to go up every time. We gotta, we have to raise taxes. What? What? There's no possible way we could bring them down. What? What are you crazy? That's what this is like when you're dealing with nerds would and you, stuff like would this. Would you say Ant Man is your? No, Moon Bomb, I think, has oh, got to yeah. be part of the conversation. Defender that's, of the Moon. That's embarrassing. Controls the tides. Flash. He he's not the defender of the moon. Flash he gets bad. his powers from it. Flash. Even in that show, the boys, like, they have a Flash character. Yeah. And, like, he's pretty much useless. Same with the Aquaman character. Aquaman! <laughs> he's pretty bad, There's got to be a conversation about Aquaman. He cleans litter from the ocean. Like, listen, if I'm the most famous actor in the world... And my agent calls me up and goes, hey, listen, um, Disney wants you to do Wonder Man. I'd be like, there's not a Wonder hope man. in hell. Was oh, he a bread man? <laughs> that, I'm going to avoid that like the plague. <laughs> Who are they going to get to do Wonder Man? Oh, Oren said Shazam. Shazam. Shazam's pretty bad. Shazam. <laughs> All right. Okay, so text us the most embarrassing superhero. 780-989-0957. Good job, Jimmy. I love your I like contributions this news, to these yeah. The Locker Room presents The Grant Report. Now, Grant Johnson. Well, we did it, everybody. We got our freedom back. Finally, some freedom. Uh, starting today on vaccinated Canadians, or purebloods as they call themselves, can once again get on a plane or a train to go to Big Valley Jamboree or the Pinocchio Rodeo. Uh, just in time for another Freedom Rally, too. Great timing on that one, Justin Trudeau. In the words of uh, one of our texters, Scuba Steve, last one in the hot tub's a liberal. <laughs> the news that the unvaxxed are allowed on planes, again, is devastating news to the bus industry, whose business had been booming the last couple of years. Yeah, the last couple of years were a uh, pretty sweet time to own a bus. Uh, the fact that you could be unvaccinated and travel on a bus, plus you could smoke on them, uh, there were bring your own booze, and you can bring your own bologna sandwiches. Plus, they don't check you for weapons. And there's more room in a bus bathroom than there is on an airplane bathroom. Just ask Jimmy. Actually, on second thought, maybe the buses will stay busy. They sound pretty awesome, so I'm sure they'll be okay. The Grant Report is brought to you by our merchandise. Shuntware is back. That's Get right. yourself a I do my own shunts. May the shunt be with you or back to the shunt t- t-shirt today and help us replenish our drinking fund. Click the link on any of our social media. I can't believe we haven't been sued yet. <laughs> You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I had an interesting Friday. We had a couple of people asking about it. Yeah. So I thought I'd uh, give you a, a quick little... Uh, breakdown on on what happened. So I don't I don't really do the the weed thing. No, 
I, occasionally, very casually, very casually, yeah, like once a year, once a year, twice a year, tops. And uh, and so we were talking about this on that podcast that I do in the afternoons. Yeah. They were shocked that I'd never actually been into a weed store. I went to the opening of Aurora in the in the big stupid mall, but yeah. then that was it. I never went back. I don't really have any need to go in them. No reason. So they were trying to convince me that um, that I I could probably switch drinking like beer with weed beer. Yeah. And so I thought I said, well I'll try it. So I bought a couple. By the way, it was fourteen bucks for two beers. Oof. So I'm it's not, expensive. Yeah. Right now I on my Costco beers. Yeah. They're a 48 pack for they're less than two bucks a beer. Yeah. Okay. All right. So the podcast starts at like one o'clock our time, and I cracked one shortly after one. Nice cannabis drink. Yeah. And I drank the first one. And you know what? I will say this. As far as I bought the five milligram ones, the mall, the mole, mole, M O L L E. Okay. And I had the first one, and it's okay. It's not the best beer I've ever had, but it was fine um, for for what it was. Yeah. And it was nice and cold, so it went down pretty quick. Then I popped the second one. I still wasn't really high. Yeah. Um, and then I, I drank the second one, and I think I drank them both within an hour, hour and a half, which I don't know if that's excessive. If it's supposed to, yeah. But that's about the pacing for me for my regular drinking. Like, I'll drink a couple beer an hour, usually, yeah. right? Anyway, on the podcast, like, I, they clipped it and sent a couple out on the weekend, and I went back and looked, and was I was clearly stoned. <laughs> like, you could see it on my face. I don't hide it well. No. I never have. Did you I, stop talking? No, no, I kept going. Um, it was a different kind of stone. Okay. Because like I've seen it, you like... It was a body high. You and Jimmy hit a bong one time, and, and you just kind of went silent. And, and, that you was, just, and you just stood there. That, <laughs> now, I, I did one hit off that thing, and about 15 minutes later, it was... Game over. Yeah. yeah. I went in, I crawled into bed, ate an entire bag of uh, Halloween candy, because <laughs> the wife bought Halloween candy early. I ate the whole bag and then passed out. I didn't stop talking. I was actually saying yeah, you to talk too much. I was saying to Grant. <laughs> yeah, I was saying to Grant. I drove him home. <laughs> Man, the like the sky's so bright and vibrant, and I could actually read some things. That's the worst part about being around somebody who's drunk or stoned when you're when well, you're sober. It's sober. so annoying. So you had the cannabis drinks. Okay, so I will say this: like I, I, it's not that I didn't enjoy it, um, but. Uh, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Like, see, I'm productive on booze. Yeah. So I can have three, four, five beer and continue to work. There's a point with yeah. drinking, right? But if I'm drinking and it's two, three hours, I can still like do a like watch a show and remember what I. Wa- yeah. I can play golf and and you know what I mean. Can I can get on the computer and do a little bit of work for the show or something like that. Whereas that just. Once you were stoned. That was it. That was it. It killed the evening. <laughs> like, it was done. I couldn't go to bed. Yeah. But I, I didn't know what to do. Yeah. Right? I've been there before where you're just like, oh, what do I do now? And contrary to the the discussion on the podcast, I didn't get a boner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this means. <laughs> they, ke- they kept talking about a weed boner. And I'm like, oh. so, yeah, a weed stiffy. So I didn't get it, get, get that either. <laughs> I'm not going to replace <laughs> weed with 
Not anytime soon. Not anytime. Not for those prices. You're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. 95.7 Cruise FM. Has your opinion of Elon Musk changed in the last few months? Yeah, well... Mine has. It's kind of... I've kind of never liked him that much because he's always done weird things like when those kids were trapped in the cave yeah that was and he they wouldn't use the submarine that he sent them because it wouldn't work and he was calling them pedophiles and stuff yeah like he's always done weird stuff he's a bit of an attention whore i think is part of the problem so he's seeking this kind of stuff out yeah Right. Um, the, I mean, there's a conversation around the weird, like his trip to Germany for the sort of the sex stuff, right? And yeah, I I never really knew that much about him, and all I knew is that here's a guy. He, he's a little different, but he's wildly successful and makes a ton of money. Yeah. Um, and then, like I said, all this other stuff has been coming out. I could care less if, if he bought Twitter or not. That's not going to change. No. I'm not going to get, I'm not, I don't dislike him to the point where I'm like, well, he bought Twitter. I guess I'm. No, I don't, I don't think he's the devil or anything like yeah. that. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, but he is definitely what he is in the zeitgeist. Yeah. In the world that we live in, in pop culture has, has changed. It's shifted, mm-hmm. right? I think most people are kind of on that path with him. Really? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Enough. The latest is the employees at SpaceX, um, who are encouraged, by the way, to um, speak their minds, mm-hmm. have uh, written an open letter about his uh, his most recent exploits and well, his behavior. They're like serious scientists and astronauts and they're trying to go to mars like they're doing real serious work yeah and so they wrote this letter and said elon's behavior in the public sphere is a frequent source of distraction and embarrassment for us particularly in recent weeks as our ceo and most prominent spokesperson elon is seen as the face of spacex Every tweet that Elon sends is a de facto public statement by the company. Yeah, it is critical so. to make clear to our term, teams and to our potential talent pool that his messaging does not reflect our work, our mission, and or our values. Because like some of the things when he's tweeting, like, kind of weird memes and stuff. Yeah. I could see, like, if you are a scientist and you're like, that doesn't seem like a serious place that I want to work at. Like, what is this? Is That's this a just point. a Mickey Mouse club? Like, yeah. I'm going to go work for NASA instead. Apparently, he's quite mean, too. That's the other rumor. I see him being, like, vindictive. Oh, really? I was going to say blunt and, like, kind of cold. Well, you brought up the they wouldn't use his little submarine creation to go save those kids in the cave. And he was so mad about it that it was an affront to him. Yeah. So he was shooting back. Apparently, he has done that to... To people that have worked with him or mm. for him in the past, don't as, do what he wants. Yeah, if if he somehow feels like you're not on the same page, he he comes after you. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, he he needs to go away. At this point, I I think a break is the best thing for him. Just get off Twitter. Well, get even off though he's Twitter. buying it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Get off. To, and then apparently, he was on the weekend. He spoke to the staff. Yeah, like, that's not going to help. No. Like, <laughs> Cruise News. Powered by Garage 104. From expel paint protection to window tint, protect your vehicle inside and out at Garage 104, 65th Ave and Calgary Trail. Starting today, unvaccinated Canadians can once again board a plane or a passenger train. 
Uh, since October, anyone over the age of 12 were barred from doing that, even if they showed proof of a negative COVID test. The federal government had put that restriction in during the height of the Delta variant, um, which vaccines were much more effective at preventing transmission and infection against um, the Omicron variant. It's not so much. Unvaccinated travelers are still required to be tested at the airport when they arrive in Canada. On July 1st, that testing will be moved off-site. Cruise ship passengers and crew are still required to be fully vaccinated. Would you be willing <laughs> to train all the days from this day to that for one chance? One just chance! One chance! Just one chance! And tell our enemies that they may take our lives but they'll never take freedom. Mm, it's inspiring. Inspiring. Rachel Notley apologized to delegates yesterday, saying complaints about the treatment of staff and volunteers of the NDP party will be investigated by an external firm. She also promised that the party's executive staff, including herself, would take additional workplace training. Uh, Notley was responding to an internal letter written three months ago by 15 NDP constituency presidents and vice presidents to Rachel Notley and the party executive. Uh, in the in the letter, they said there was a pattern of mistreatment in the party. So, Can I say this out loud? I, um, I honestly... I have no idea what happened. Yeah. So who knows, like, what abuse they're talking about. But I think we do need to look inwards a little bit as as a whole in in the world that we live in right now. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe, and, and, and just listen, it's just worth a conversation. Maybe we're a little too sensitive nowadays. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll tell you, for me, based on how I'm wired... I can't get out of here fast enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, I wrap up as soon as I can and I get get out of dodge. So you don't so you don't offend people? Yeah. <laughs> and I might not be alone. <laughs> I've stopped responding to I've stopped sending emails. I've stopped mm-hmm. responding to emails. I wrote an email this weekend and I'm like, this isn't worth it. Oh, the headache. It's just not, right? It's we, it's everyone is just wildly sensitive. And listen, I know we went through last couple of years have been tough. So it was hard on some people, Mm -hmm. but listen, you're allowed to make comments about abuse in the workplace, or if you're upset about something you're allowed to, but I think it's also worth saying out loud that people that might feel like I do. Like they can't actually have a conversation with anybody without the possibility of offending them. I think there's a possibility that that conversation needs to be entertained as well, right? Yeah. We should put we should put y'all working together. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a great workplace. How come you're not afraid I of offending up. me? <laughs> uh, you're my brother. Son. It's different. You hurt my feelings all the time. <laughs> No, you don't. It's different with you, Jimmy. <laughs> like, it's, 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 we're on a different level, right? Like, yeah, we're like, we're like, we're related. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't You're worry. You're teaching him lessons I'm in not life. worried about yeah. upsetting you. I'm not worried about upsetting Grant. It's like, I legitimately, I swear to God, I'm like, 
all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> There's people in here that I don't know. And who knows, like, just even overhearing a conversation that I'm that having, having yeah. if they're going to be potentially offended, and then <laughs> I'm going to end up dealing with somebody outside of the building, or I'm going to have to take another course. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even finish the last one. You just crossed I my name out it. and put your own name on the certificate. <laughs> I had to redo it a couple of times. <laughs> Kept failing. Another moment with Dr. Locke. So this, in a roundabout way, supports our drinking habits. Perfect. Right? Um, THC may cause inflammation in heart cells and blood vessels. Plus, the study talked about the smoking of it, too, mm. in that the smoking is not as as good at... Like, and you're still putting smoke problem. in your body. Yes. And there actually is some toxins from... The burning of of the old weed, right? That that are comparable to cigarettes. So if you're a heavy smoker, um, you might want to try to find another way of of getting it into you. Not not the best move. The funny thing when I read when I was reading this, I'm getting to that point in my life where I've known I've got friends and family that have smoked for a long time, mm-hmm. and uh, there's some heart issues. Uh, maybe this is why. Yeah. They said smoking frequent cannabis users are more likely than non-users to have a heart attack before they turn 50, which is crazy. Yeah. Huh. I know somebody who is a longtime uh, pot smoker. We went to high school together, and he smoked in high school, mm-hmm. and he had a heart attack. Mm. Yeah. A couple of years ago. There you go. Get on the booze. Yeah. It's better Best for to you. start drinking. <laughs> Switch over. Make the switch today. For your heart. <laughs> it's for your heart. Yeah. The liver, the liver regenerates. It's good. Yeah. Like, you can abuse it. Exactly. You can't abuse your heart. You got to take care of that thing. It's like an old sock. Yeah. <laughs> All right. There you go. Dr. Locke segment. In a roundabout way, once again, supporting our drinking problems. <laughs> or as Grant calls it, it's a hobby. You're in the locker room on 95.7 Cruise FM. I will admit... I don't get the Pete Davidson thing, and, and I don't think anything's ever going to convince me that this is, it just doesn't make any sense to me. Mm-hmm. His level of fame is bizarre. Like it doesn't match up to his talent level? Yeah. I mean, I get that every once in a while, somebody will get famous for no reason. Mm-hmm. This is an example of that. Right? Yeah. He was on Saturday Night Live for eight years. Yeah, he was there a long time. What? <laughs> That's crazy I mean, even, to he, me. He even admits it. Like He was talking about, because he's done it now, he's over, he's off of SNL now. Yeah. And he was saying when, when they asked him to be on the show, he was like, really? <laughs> like, I'm not really, like, I'm not a sketch comedian. Yeah. <laughs> What's my role here? And he was really quiet on the show. Like he yeah. was very uninvolved. Occasionally, get his... on the weekend update a lot. And that was his standout moments for me. Yeah, uh, mind you, I didn't. I don't watch a lot of the sketches. If, I, if I'm being honest, so Pete Davidson is is a comic first. I think right, like he's a stand up guy, stand up comedian. Yeah. And I occasionally will watch him. There's a new special. It's him and a bunch of his buddies. 
his comic friends, they're all around the age 30, 31, 32, whatever. Yeah, Pete's 28. And um, so they they put together a, 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 a like a special, and it's on Netflix. And he starts it off and then brings the first guy out, okay? Like, here's another thing that Pete does all the time, is he's got some friends that are rappers or musicians, and he goes on stage with them, which is makes no sense to me. <laughs> Because he can't sing, and he just—he's really tall and awkward yeah. looking. It's just—it's so weird. He's on stage with Machine Gun Kelly, yeah, and he's trying to contribute to the music. To what's and it's happening? Weird. But the beginning of it, where he does like fifteen minutes, he just like a quick little set to get things going. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of these specials on Netflix right now, and they're like combo stuff where they got like famous guy, and then he brings on a bunch of people that he thinks are like like under underrepresented in the comic world, right? Yeah. Bill Burgess did it. Um, anyway, this is Pete's version of it. And his first 15 minutes is really funny. It is, yeah. Yeah, I was actually surprised at how funny it was. But he's got lots of stuff to draw on now. Yeah. Because the Kanye West stuff is nuts. Mm-hmm. So his his little bit about Kanye West is very funny. Yeah. So the, I've only ever seen him do his stand-up on the roasts. And he's always funny on those. Yeah. Like he's done some of the roasts roast of Justin Bieber and those sorts of things. And Him and Bieber, Biebs are friends too, aren't they? Yeah, I think, I think so probably. Anyway, um, that, that leads me into my next question. Um, he made an appearance on the Kardashians. I haven't seen it yet. Grant, you're our I'm, connection I know with the I'm Kardashians a, I'm a few episodes behind. I've been so busy. how do you know? So are you watching it he's now? He's secretly watching the Kardashians. I am not watching it. <laughs> what do you think of their new houses? <laughs> Do they all live on the same block or something? Um, uh, Chloe and uh, Chris Jenner live just built houses next door to each other. Good lord! <laughs> hey, smart speaker, you're in the locker room with Lachlan Cross, Grant Johnson, and James White. Ninety-five-seven Cruise FM. This is a rush-free show. Haven't played Rush. We we played it when uh, Pert passed away. We did a week. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, in, unless it was an accident, I just don't play Rush. I haven't since the late 90s. <laughs> I stopped playing Rush early on in my career, and mm-hmm. I've been in rock radio forever. Mm-hmm. I just, I've never been a fan. And to be honest with you, it, it was a bit that just, I just stuck with. Yeah. Right? What didn't have something to do? You were in Winnipeg, and Rush wouldn't play Winnipeg for years, and it was kind of a... There was... There's a story, and they've never actually confirmed it. Like, the band never confirmed it, but they avoided... They would literally fly over... Like, they do Toronto, they do Ontario, and then they go to Alberta. Yeah. And they missed Winnipeg. And and it became obvious over the years. The problem with Rush was they were huge. They became massive in the States. Mm Mm-hmm. So when they played, they did big shows. So Winnipeg... Wasn't a big enough show. Maybe wasn't a big enough venue for them, right? Or in their minds or yeah. whatever. And they kind of... They took off early in their career, mm-hmm. right? At the beginning of the 80s, late 70s, beginning of the 80s, they became a stadium band, right? Anyway, um, Kane, who won uh, our dad vice on friday i think he was our last winner yeah last week we were giving grant advice on uh on fatherhood 
and he uh, he was our winner. Picks up a uh, hundred bucks to Will. He came down to pick up his prize, and he yeah. just dropped off a four pack of Rush beer. I've heard about it. I've heard it's good. It's really cold too. It's nice and cold. That's yeah. the other so issue. So you're like, can we drink Rush beer on a Rush free show? We are a Rush music free show. I think the answer is so, absolutely we can. We never said nothing about beer. You guys are siding on a yes. Okay. I think Grant and I could, but it's just because you were it the one your that made rule. it. You're the one who made the rule of a Rush free show. I actually like Rush, the band. I don't mind them either. Do you honestly think I could sit here and watch you guys drink a cold beer in front You've of me? You've done that. You did that to <laughs> us when we were we we tried the. Uh, oh, he opened his. Uh, I guess if monkey see, monkey do. Mm-hmm. So is Getty the one that's in into beer? Ooh, it's different. I wasn't sure what to expect because it was a golden ale, Canadian um, golden ale. I think Getty Lee likes beer. He likes baseball and he likes beer. I knew he was a baseball fan. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So Lifeson, I don't know if well, it says Alex Lifeson and Getty Lee both launched it together. Okay. So I, I don't know if you might just like the. I don't money. know anything about Lifeson really. <laughs> anyway, that's not bad. Kane said this is the only one he could find in the liquor store. Yeah, it was the only four pack available. It's different. I, I'm enjoying it. That's not bad. Pretty strong taste to it. Yeah, that's not that's now not let's awful. Play some Tom Sawyer. Working man? No. You're, you're supporting their beer. You might as well support their music at least once in your life. I don't know. Download a tune there if you want it. <laughs> this is the business spotlight on 95.7 Cruise FM. We've got Colin Bruce with us from Colin Bruce, two L's, mortgage <laughs> team. Thank you for your time today. Back from Thank camping. You. Back from camping, yeah. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Colin, let's get into it right now. If you own a home already and you're looking to buy a new place, maybe you're going to keep the old place as a rental, what do you need down for that to make that happen? Yeah, that's a good question. You only need to have 5% down. And we get a lot of people thinking you need to have 20% down because it's not your first home. But as long as you're moving into the new place, you only need to have 5% down and it could be like your 10th house. Hmm. Really? Is that a new rule, Colin? Because no, I know that's what, I mean, if you're buying a property as a pure rental, then you need to have 20% down. So I think that's where there's a bit of confusion, but if you're buying the house to live in 5% down. Hmm. Oh, I see. So it's a bit of a loophole. So when you, so you could sell your house move into another place, 5% down, sell that place, move into- Or keep it as a rental. So now you got two places. I didn't know that. Okay. All right. I mean, you got to factor in because, you know, less than 20% down, you have to pay those CMHC premiums, right? The government insurance. But I mean, this is really the only way to get a rental property, right? Because you're turning your old house into a rental without having 20% down. So do you, uh, do you need a lease? No, that's, that's a great question too. What we can do, because it's hard to lease your home if you're still living in it, right? So we have an appraiser. They just do a market rent report and there's no cost to the clients for that. They just really, they look online and say your old home would rent for X amount and the lenders will use that potential rental income 
to offset, like to wash that old mortgage payment. So it's like, you just have to qualify for the new one and the old one doesn't really count against you. Cause it's going to get paid for by a renter. By a renter. Yeah. So when we say, do you need a lease? You're saying like, do I need someone to sign a lease that they're going to rent my place before I can buy my second house, but you don't need that. No. Cause it'd be so hard. Imagine trying to like show your home to tenants while you're living in there. Right. So yeah, no, Mark rents from an appraiser. Or to try to get somebody to sign a lease and be like, you can move in as soon as I get approved. (laughs) Totally. Yeah, you got it. We should call this segment, um, call and talks to three dumb guys. (laughs) (laughs) No, honestly, these are the questions we get asked over and over again. Like the the 5% down versus 20. And yeah, like how do I proceed without a lease on my property? Yeah, this is very common. And what would would be the advantage to buying a second home and then renting out the first one and keeping it instead of selling it? Well, I mean, there's two parts. So, you know, there's people who have bought condos, right? Like particularly apartment style condos where the values have dropped. Mm -hmm. And then so they're almost, you know, at that point, like if they sell the condo, they're going to either take a loss or not have any equity out. So we're seeing a lot of people that want to transition into a house because maybe they have like kids or or whatnot and, and keep the old place as a rental. Or there's other people that, you know, just want to have a rental property, right? And start building mm-hmm. equity in two properties. So, okay. Um, what is the market like right now? Is the, is the condo market coming down? And specifically, please speak to the penthouse suite market. <laughs> oh, okay. um, you know, well, I'm trying to talk to wife into moving. surprisingly the market has been pretty stable because rates are going up right like yeah i haven't seen interest rates move this fast ever right like we're talking you know and there's historic yeah yeah they're raising prime another half a point in july right but i mean on the other hand i think you know edmonton specifically is one of the most affordable major cities in canada probably yeah. north america right and i mean oil at 120 dollars a barrel helps too but i mean yeah it's um it's still holding steady where can we find you yeah if you you can just go to my website at colinbruce.ca so c o l l i n b r u c e.ca or call me uh 780-436-2511 colin we enjoyed this We do. Thank you for your time today, my friend. Thanks, guys. That is Colin Bruce from Colin Bruce Mortgage Team. Look them up if you're even interested in the possibility of looking at a new home or a rental property. The City of Edmonton is committed to ensuring that our lack of effort with the new innovative and hands-off mosquito abatement program is a complete success. We're now expanding the program to include a mosquito sighting tip line. Now that we're bored with the pandemic and you're no longer calling bylaw to report your neighbor's grandmother's birthday party, we encourage Edmontonians to now use the city's 311 switchboard to report the location of any and all mosquitoes you see within the city limits. You may also call to report any standing water on your neighbor's property, including pools that aren't in active use that may become a breeding ground for mosquitoes. Remember, the success of this program is entirely your responsibility, Edmonton. You're all in this together. Our 311 operators are standing by to take your call. This has been a message from the City of Edmonton. Not a real message. You've been listening to The Locker Room Podcast, your official MMA show. A midget, millennial, and an asshole. Brought to you by Always Plumbing and Heating. Catch the show live weekday mornings on 95.7 Cruise FM.